So Danny, I heard that you're having a luxurious day on the internet. I am currently reviewing the comments section of my content on a little known site known as YouTube. So you can imagine what that experience is like. I have to imagine it's complete joy, just real positive yeah. um, positivity there. Only only constructive and useful feedback if and when not positive too. Like it never crosses those lines of I just hate this guy for no reason, those sort of things. But no, uh, I joke, mean, who would ever do that? Who would ever say those things? No one I mean, ever everyone, would. No, no for not sure. to you, not to you, not Daniel. Yeah. I don't know what your middle initial is, wrench. Uh, yeah, no, so. it's um, jokes aside, everybody who's listening into this beautiful podcast this week. Thanks for being here. But uh, James just caught me red handed doing a big no, no of content creators on the Web. Never go read the comments of your content if you intend to feel halfway decent about yourself for the rest of the day, because there are a lot of people that hate you. If you're creating content, people hate you. Just get used and- to it. And it's not even that they may even hate you. Some may hate you, but also some people just want to hate on everything. And right. and it's it's honestly like you'll be reading like a stream of positivity and then one statement you're like, oh, that just ruined my entire week. <laughs> it, it reminds me of the oatmeal. Do you, do you ever read oatmeal? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you probably saw that particular um, piece he did. I, I, I got I to dig deep and find the link there. But um uh, a coworker of mine shared it with me when I, I've, several years ago. It really doesn't bother me anymore. I'm being totally honest that I'm not just saying that or, or trying to convince myself that I'll save it for therapy. No, I, I, it really doesn't bother me. Like I remember when it would take me on an emotional roller coaster and really upset me. And a coworker of mine, Michael, who lives in Vancouver, where everyone's happy all the time. Um, but he shared a, like an oatmeal piece with me talking about why you never dive into the comment sections of your content and like how it's just never good. And of course, oatmeal is hilarious. Um, and so it, you saying that reminds me of it, but I promise it's really not bothering me. I was actually only there because, uh, of a good thing. Um, somebody actually made a constructive comment, the one hidden in the 1300 crazy comments of uh, an interesting idea and somebody wanted me to check it out. But unfortunately, that led me down that path of catching one comment catches my eye. Then I click on it and see the 18 replies. And, you know, an an hour and a half later, I've I've forgotten who I am. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Do you so when you see a comment, do you ever comment back? What's what's your status on that? I, I in fact, very Often nowadays, if and when I take the time to dive through the comments, I almost always comment back. And even to the haters, a lot of times I'll have fun with them and just say, yeah, no, like they're like, God, I hate that Danny Wrench guy. And I respond. I'm like, I know. I agree. Or I'll just <laughs> the worst. Like that. I'll troll myself with them. Um, and uh, that's pretty fun. Um, but that's only something I've really been able to do in the last couple of years. I mean, I, I'm not going to try to pretend to be better than most of the content creators on the web. It, it bothered me for a long time. And it's something that I think, you know, it, you know, it really is a useful, like it was a very useful, um, like tipping point or call it coming of age for me when I really started to recognize a few years ago, the, the double-edged sword of it all is that you can't have your cake and eat it too. You, you can't, live for the adoration that you get, but then also not expect that you'll be affected by the negative comments. And what it really taught me over time, honestly, the best recipe is to remember 
that credit and blame smell the same. That basically, mm -hmm. if you're diving into the love, you're going to get hate. And the best thing you should really do is surround yourself with those five to 10 people who who get it, who know, know what you do well, know when you're not on your game. And you, and you, you create like a little inner circle of people that if, and when they offer constructive feedback, it really means something to you. And if, and when they tell you, you did a great job, it really means something to you, but you don't go looking for kudos and then get surprised when you're also getting hate. So it's a good lesson, honestly, because yeah. you can't have both. Yeah. And if you're out there looking for kudos, I mean, that's not why we do it. We do it because we love it. And if, and, and I think we've talked about this on the previous podcast, like it's, it's really heartwarming when someone tells me that they enjoyed something that I did or it helped them or something like that. But I'm not expecting that. That's like a bonus. That's, right. I mean, that's my goal. Like I want that to happen, but I'm not like, that's, I mean, I would like that as a, as a consolation prize. And that's why I'm doing it. Cause I love it. Like we're, we, you talk about chess, I talk about development, but it's also like not my end game, right? That's not my right. end game. Like I'm hoping that I'm doing that. And if I do awesome, and if I'm, if I'm not, I, I also want to know why I'm not and how I can help. And that's where the constructive right. criticism comes in. But sometimes there's those those mean ones out there. I, I did. I, I couldn't help myself the other day, Danny. This happened to me because one of our you know metrics that I like to you know monitor, like when I'm doing videos or like interactions. So how many you know those thumbs ups that you get or comments, those all get combined into sort of a um, not really a net promoter score, but it's more of a. I guess like trending interactions of this video. So views are important. Those likes are important and, you know, comments are important because if you see a video that has a million watches, but 10 thumbs up, well, something's off there, right? You want it right. to be organic. I don't pay, we don't pay for video. Everything is very organic, um, especially in all the shows that I do. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go through my comments and, you know, I bet there's some good constructive comments and almost all of them were. And then there was one that was just like a dumpster file of just hate, but not hate on me, a little bit on me. Uh, they, they were like taking, they didn't quite understand what a program manager did. And instead of just asking like, Hey, I'm really curious, like, what does a program manager do? They were like, your job title sounds like blah, blah, blah. I, you know, you know, you haven't even been in the industry for a long time. And I was like, oh, okay. So let me just like describe in the nicest humanly possible way. Like I know this person is no longer ever going to come back and read this comment, but in case someone else is wondering what I do for a living, I'm like, I will, you know, do this. And then it's really fun because then people can like that. Like they can't really thumbs down your comment, but they can definitely like your comment on YouTube. And then I like getting those notifications, like someone liked your comment your reply or whatever, you know, right. that's some gratification that, oh, you know, I, I took some time. I wasn't mean, like, hey, how well, dare you? I, I, you know? I, I really love that approach and I do do the same thing. And also the, um, one of the comments of somebody like coming to defense mentioned our podcast. Like somebody mm. was saying something, no, he's just the most evil face of chess and works for a company that only cares about money and censors other chess sites, which is like, it's literally a direct comment from somebody who like is probably angry because they got, you know, muted on our site for either like spamming or I, I don't know, right? And then someone's like, actually, no, he's not. Like, have you listened to his podcast? Like, he talks about Lee Chess and Chess24 and all the other sites. And every every site does amazing things for the game. And and I we talk about that a lot. And I obviously um, am very fortunate to be in the position I am with Chess.com. And clearly, I do have business incentive to grow the game commercially. Because 
my view is that at this time, chess is, is far, far away from what the potential market cap is. And I think that there's a lot of opportunities to grow the game. And I, I believe that not providing the proper sources for or the infrastructure for those who've mastered our game to be well compensated for that is a mistake. And you undermine the growth of the game if everything is for free. Okay, that sounds like a capitalist mindset, but it's also a very like balanced mindset in the sense that I believe like everything about competition also drives innovation. Where where things get messed up, I think people understand is like where competition and all the competitors in a marketplace, like Cough Cough, uh, the Verizon, and what was the thing that almost happened with Comcast where they wanted to like start slowing people's internet? What was all that? It was the, the net um, neutrality stuff. The net neutrality thing, right? When everybody in a marketplace becomes about incrementalization, what they're saying is we're aware of that we have these speeds. We're aware the market will pay for this, and we're going to insert every possible way to monetize that market along the way. Now what happens is your most brilliant minds are going into the incrementalization and like basically it's like apple honestly like constantly changing all their crap and everybody has to buy new hardware but their software keeps breaking like and honestly years ago microsoft was criticized for this and fell into that trap before they really took risks and changed the way they were doing things right i think that i think competition drives innovation and that's the part of capitalism that should be good is that we're being challenged to be better than our sell our previous selves when you have like incrementalization, I think is where you get a lot of corruption and a lot of people get angry, rightfully so, because I'm a human being like these guys are. So this person out there, I'm going to post a link to this podcast and I greatly respect your your uh, opinion and hatred of me. Not really, but okay, thank you. And I'm just going <laughs> to tell you, like, I just don't think it's true. I have a viewpoint on how we can do the best thing for chess, which is my goal. And I do believe that I'm fortunate to be in a position where I I'm authentic in that because guess what? What's best for chess? Guess who has the biggest domain name? Okay, you're absolutely right. Yes, I, I, I'm very fortunate to be in the position I'm, a, I'm in, but it doesn't mean yeah. that, that all of that isn't like 100% true. And I don't believe in innovation as like a key part of why. I mean, Lee Chess, I can name 50. You think people think they can name 10 things they do better than chess.com. I can name 50, right? Mm. I mean, Chess24 yeah, yeah, yeah. like has literally changed the game in regards to like live event coverage. So, yeah. Now I'm really down the tangent of responding specifically to a hater, but it's just people <laughs> just have no idea. And it also yeah. like really dehumanizes someone when they just put them in a box. Yeah. And the the funny part too is like when you start to have a conversation with somebody, it, it, it starts to change really fast. Like I've definitely ended up talking to people that, you know, said really negative comments on Twitter or on YouTube comments. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely open for a dialogue. Like hop on, hop on a Skype call with me. Right. I'll talk through your problems if you're having problems with this. And then when you do, they're like, they're like, oh, you're a human being. Like, I get it. And I'm like, yeah, I know you're a human. Like, and I know you're a human being. I could tell that you were frustrated and I want to solve your frustrations and, you know, figure out what's going right. on. Now, not everyone is well, open I think to you're that. You're talking about but... a constructive comment there. Like, there's also this, like the people just saying things full of hate with like literally True. like, and they don't want to be, they don't want to be like even engaged in a potential opportunity to understand each other. This reminds me of that whole Sarah Silverman thing we talked about, like, what was it? A few months ago, right? Mm -hmm. That yeah. whole, do you remember what I'm talking about? Right. That whole, you know, she was covered in the week and it was a really inspiring thing of like somebody who was just like hating on her. And it, you know, it could have stayed in the liberal versus conservative you know, uh, whatever, just like being angry at each other. And she actually personally looked into this guy and was like, wow, like, like this guy's got some real problems. In addition to the fact that, okay, maybe we disagree about some things, but just yeah. took a completely different approach to it. And it was awesome. And, and I, and I think that that's an amazing story of the internet 
doing good things and not like anonymity and like kind of like unfounded sort of accusations, like making it really easy for people to just, that's why the term troll exists, right? To just troll somebody who's putting themselves out there and creating something. Yeah, there's definitely people you can talk to that turn turn negativity into positivity and and also get their perspective. But there are yeah, people that just, they're not going to have it, right? But um, anyway, I gave you, you the do? link there. It's a fun one. They do mention the podcast. So I think we'll go nice. in there and we'll say, hey, everybody. There you go. Although I don't think YouTube allows yeah. any links to anything that isn't YouTube. I don't remember. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, That'd anyway. be great. I thought, I thought it was a four hour video on just, on just, uh, them ranting on you. Like when you sent it to me <laughs> and I saw it load and I was like, Whoa, this person is, is just going off. But yeah, I'll have to go through, go through it. I'll put, I'll put it in the, in the show notes. You can read through it, but good old yeah. Danny, you know, Danny coming through. What can I say? You know, well, you know, hey, and- sorry, sorry for the, I mean, you, you, uh, you caught me mid work, you know, and I was, it's true, but I really don't, I, I, I stay away. I stay away from the, just be, again, and it's, I don't want to be in a bubble either. I think it's, I think there are genuinely a lot of times where like I read something and someone's like, I really don't like when Danny does this. And I respond and say, like, Hey, I hear you. Like, you know, my view is I'm, I'm doing the best I can. And I, I think, you know, this sort of thing is my angle with that, but I appreciate the feedback. Like, like negative feedback is not a bad thing at all, right? I mean, it can be very yeah. helpful. Oh, it can be so, super helpful. That, that you know, constructive criticism sometimes leads a lot of a lot of good at the end of the day. And you know, we've had some on the podcast. You know, people write in. You know, maybe it's you know bad audio day or some overlap, or we're talking about this or talking about that, or you know, people have you know people give us feedback. We like it. We like hearing from people too. So I think it, it's good. You we, never tell me about the negative feedback. You mean somebody gives negative feedback about our podcast? Okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> It's usually when like, hey, James, James, like you have got to stop letting Danny record with that horrible microphone. It's true. Um, That's usually most of it. It's like, oh, man, can you guys literally start to talk about chess again, please? That's usually probably what it is. Like, I thought this was a chess podcast. Well, right. Kind of. Man. Well, (sighs) you're like, actually, it was never supposed to be a chess centric podcast, but that, you know, jerk co-host of mine just always dominates the conversation back to chess. So, you know. Well, it's what happens when your Seattle Sluggers win yet again. So just saying. The Seattle Sluggers won yet again. And James Montemagno is riding high on the Pro Chess League and Hikaru Nakamura's performance. So I'm going to go to the standings right now. What are what are the, the latest Pro Chess League standings? Pro Chess League. Well, right now. The Pro uh, Chess League. The leaders are, we only got one up there, but Nakamura is currently leading with 11 points. Well, I guess he's... 12 games in tied with Ivan and Alexi uh, with 12 yeah. points in no, general. But I mean, or if 11 it started points. today, the, the, the Sluggers are in the playoffs. They're, they're in third place in the Pacific Division. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's cool, right? That is very cool. Yeah, I mean, we're still, we, we had a rough start and, you know, you were, we're in there, but we were, you know, beat out San Jose to, to lock in that third. But, you know, the Pandas, and the kangaroos they're very adorable animals so it's really hard to to knock them (laughs) off so so the pandas are so the 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 surprise right now is the kangaroo the pandas are a stacked team and you know obviously they made it to the final four last year um speaking of which i oh man i cannot wait until i'm allowed to talk about some things james i'm doing it again but i just returned (laughs) from two days at the uh, twitch headquarters and downtown san francisco does anybody ever say san francisco like that even though i don't think they do 
the way to San Francisco. Francisco. And that's also a song. Anyway, it was really exciting. There's a lot of uh, big things that are going to be happening for uh, the game of chess, not not just chess.com or whatever, but the entire chess category on Twitch and um, all these things this year. So it's just it's it was really, really kind of a cool touching base with the powers that be in the esports division there. And uh, I only I got on that tangent because we mentioned the Shengdu pandas and their performance of the live event last year and i'm hoping that uh the live event this year also blows some minds so that's exciting some yeah, minds i did melted. i i did know you're in san francisco because i did see your twitter feed so oh, i knew you were stalking me i knew I you did. were stalking me i put those alerts you're on such a, where's danny such at? a stalker sometimes well you know i gotta be because you know you're a good friend of mine and you know I posted a picture of the hotel room I was in as I was heading out to day one of meetings and all people responded about was the pillows. Like, geez, Danny, how many pillows do you need? It was actually pretty funny. 28. That's the correct one. Mm-hmm. They're actually can vary. Do you have that? Is that a, is that a, is that a thing with people that sleep with another person regularly? I mean, you, you sleep with another person. I assume you and Heather have one bed. I'm not trying to imply anything, but you guys are together. One bed. Okay. Correct. So I also have one bed with my wife and I also have to travel. You travel more than I do, but I travel and I mm-hmm. feel like I sleep better when I'm like completely surrounded and almost like I want to like be buried and suffocated in so many pillows. I'm holding on to pillows. There's pillows between my legs. Like I can't even move. And I think it's because I'm used to like another body being in the bed. Mm-hmm. So when I have a full king size bed to myself, it makes me a little like uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, when I have, so at home, I have one pillow, I have a purple pillow and that's all I have. And it's very flat and small. But then when I'm in hotels, million pillows, just all the pillows. And I don't know that's why that saying, is right? so many yeah, pillows that I have the same thing. You know what my favorite yeah. pillow is, Danny? Go for it. Go for it. Hot dog pillow. You know, when you get to a hotel, oh, the, and hot it's dog like, pillow, the, the hot dog pillow. Yeah. Yeah. The one you put between your legs. Or um, just you can do a lot of things with that pillow. <laughs> you can <laughs> you can just kind of hug on to it. It can also be at the end of the bed, like if you're actually laying there doing some work, you got a pillow, you got a laptop, maybe you got a nice cup of coffee in the morning. So you use it as like a little ankle pillow. Slight elevation helps increase blood flow to the more important arteries in your body. Put exactly. your feet up. <laughs> I mean, a it's lot true. of uses for the hot dog pillow. A lot of use for the hot dog pillow. Well, on that note, Danny, my laptop is about to die, which means that we need to end this podcast. <laughs> yeah, people didn't know that this was going to be a fasty McFasterson. Just FYI, this is my fault. I'm actually... No, it's not. It's my I'm fault. I'm actually just... Well, you did bring... I mean, did you legit not bring your laptop charger? No, it's at 4% and it's blinking at me. It's very upset at me, Danny. Oh, <laughs> I'm very so worried. So we should stop before we lose the podcast then, huh? All right. Well, I love you, Danny. I'm sorry for all, everything that I did this week and didn't do. <laughs> I love you too. And we got it. We definitely need to have a proper podcast. Um, let's invite feedback. Anyone has feedback. If you have any legit, like instructive feedback, because we opened the door with that topic this week, give it to us. It will, we'll read it on air next week. I actually really want to dive into this and show positive recourse to the community's feedback. You know, right. I really do. All so, right. and I'm going to share a link to this podcast and that YouTube note to that guy. So it'll be fun. Yeah. All right, buddy. Sounds good. Now it's at three percent. Very worried. Very worried. All right. <laughs> See you. Talk to you later, buddy. Bye.